Welcome back, boys and girls. It's week five of the college football season and also week five of the Carlin Crappy Show and also week two of the Jeopardy tour of guest hosts of the Carlin Crappy Show. Um, and also, I think we're far enough into the season where we're going to start finding out kind of who is for real. And we're going to, that's a theme that's going to come up a lot as I talk uh, with Gabby Biltz, who is our guest host today um gabby is a recent graduate of notre dame gabby was uh my intern at the at the post gazette a couple years ago um she uh she did not stray far i I, she's uh, still a resident of the south bend metropolitan area what's the town that you live in i can't remember it's just this tiny little town called uh chicago chicago (laughs) right that's it if you're familiar with it at all yeah i I, it rings a bell it um it it sort of it sort of rings a bell gabby how you doing uh, I'm doing well. Yeah, okay. I'm coming to you live from my, you know, shoebox apartment in uh, Lincoln Park, <laughs> Chicago. Um, excited to talk I, some college football. Sweet. <laughs> the first thing we need to find out, um, and and I can't, I can't, uh, I, I can't blame Gabby for this much. Um, you know, we all have remember when college students were um, uh, affordability and and sort of volume is what we are looking for in beer. Um, I'm trying to steer Gabby away from that now, now that she's a, <laughs> a, a professional. So the first thing we need to find out is what is in Gabby's glass, because I told her there would be consequences if she stuck to like her normal, yeah. her, her normal choices. I Especially, was told, I was told I'd be in a lot of trouble if I drank a Bud Light tonight. So I'm not no, drinking a Bud Light. A lot of trouble. <laughs> but but you, you, you seriously, you live, you live in Lincoln Park. You, I mean, there, there are like a dozen breweries that you can walk to. Yes. Just, I'm just looking at the map. So, so what do you got? So I went, I went, I feel like iconic Chicago brewery. I did revolution. Okay. Um, and I went with their Oktoberfest. So nice I, I have a couple more in the, the fridge too. I picked up some different Oktoberfest. They have this uh, beer or this beverage store here called Benny's, Benny's Beverage Depot. I think it's a, just a Chicago thing, but I don't know okay. if it's maybe other places in the Midwest, mm-hmm. but they're just huge liquor stores. Yes. Um, but they have this wall of like beers and seltzers okay. and things, and you can build your own six pack. Okay. Um, so like that's, at a time a of year like this, I'm going to say at a time of year like this, when you have all the Oktoberfest beers and then like another month from now and they bring out all the Christmas sales, mm-hmm. it's just a really mm-hmm. great way to get to try lots of different ones. So I am branching out. Um, anytime I go to a bar though, I usually just get a, a Bud Light. I'll be honest. Uh, I know, okay. I know. No, that's- but I mean, I, I, you, you get points for, you get, you get points for trying um and 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 look just look for local stuff it's that you've got you've got a ton of options in chicago and revolutions of revolutions are good one so um all right i'm pleased with that uh i think you've successfully passed that test the next thing the next thing is (laughs) the next thing is uh we're actually going to talk about football um i'm gonna we're we're obviously going to pay a lot of attention to notre dame's game from last weekend but i just real quick i wanted to, to touch on on Ohio State and Akron, um, <laughs> since that since we had that, that Titanic primetime matchup, thanks for the the, the Big Ten Network it was crazy, for, yeah, for putting putting that game on uh, at at, at seven thirty. Uh, CJ Stroud did not play because of an injury. Um, I, I feel better about the the, the two backups uh, having to see them, uh, Kyle McCord and Jack Miller. Uh, McCord was actually good enough after after a really rough start uh, to be Big Ten Freshman of the Week. Uh, the running game looks so much better. And again, that some of that's the opponent, uh, certainly. The defense, um, I mean, you, you, Ohio State gave up the first score to Akron. 
Uh, you know, and I know that's one of those things that score goes out and everyone's like, oh my God, Ohio State's down to Akron, seven nothing early in the game. Right? Like, uh, um, but I mean, the, 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 the difference in the talent levels, that, that, that becomes obvious very quickly. Uh, so uh, that that was that was Akron's only score, if I remember correctly, off the top of my head. Yeah, I'm gonna say that was it. Like the first, yeah. the first, their first play of the game, they scored, and I think yeah. there was a moment where people were like, "Oh my gosh, is this gonna be like the biggest upset we see in the weekend?" And then Ohio State, I think, came back, scored their next touchdown in like 30 seconds. I was like, yes. "Okay, no, they're good." Then they still Ohio State versus Akron. It's still exactly what we the... think it's gonna be. We're yeah. not letting Akron have any momentum. Let's bring this back, and then they yes. just shut them down the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and that's and that's uh, and that's what you that, that's what you look for. I, I the, the the value of that game. Uh, you can debate this, but I mean, it, 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 as a uh, for the team, the value is you get a lot of guys in the game to get real game experience. Yeah. Um, you know that that Kyle McCord and Jack Miller uh got to got to do got to basically split the game or or like two-thirds to one-third um so your your backup quarterbacks have game experience um you can get to all of your backups basically uh time in the game uh not and you know it's not just practice stuff but um that's a good thing i i think there's also there, there's also just a, a value in confidence which is maybe something that that um uh, that Ohio State has sort of lacked, uh, yeah. uh, d- particularly on the defensive side of the ball. So that's that's good stuff. Um, next weekend, uh, Ohio State's at Rutgers. Greg Schiano is doing his Schiano thing. Rutgers is playing better, so that's going to be a good step up in uh, in the competition level, mm-hmm. and, and we will see how that goes. Um, yeah. Early, yeah, I think I, in the morning on Saturday, I started getting text messages from gabby that looked like there's a freaking christmas party in chicago oh my gosh, this is red yes. people and green people all in and like everywhere yeah. um what tell me what just you know when you were you were down there meeting a friend kind of in the area of, of soldier field although you yeah you, you did not go to i game. didn't go to the game Gabrielle. i know i know <laughs> but but you but uh, tell me what the atmosphere was like uh, when 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 you got kind of down in that in there and and saw and uh, just started seeing all the people, yeah. Well, it wasn't even. It was kind of the entire city, which was crazy because I'm at Lincoln Park, which is I don't know three miles from Soldier Field, and even like yeah. going to the train station. I was meeting a friend um, in the Soldier Field area for breakfast, so that's why I wanted to be in the area and kind of mm-hmm. experience what that was like. But I didn't have tickets to go to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, my own fault. Mm-hmm. I should have bought tickets and I just wasn't thinking. So you can just walk I, up to the stadium and buy tickets. You can do that. I don't need a lecture. I don't need a lecture. I should have been at that game. It would have been an awesome okay. game to be at. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I, I was meeting her for breakfast and even like the train station out by me was still like huge groups of Wisconsin fans, huge nice. groups of Notre Dame fans, like a lot of like student age people. I'm guessing they were probably came in from campus in the city Friday night, yeah. stayed with stayed with people like me who are a year out of college or whatever. And then like yep. went and partied for the game on Saturday. Um, but yeah, and as the train got closer and closer to Soldier Field, more and more people kept getting on. And I was <laughs> nice. kind of doing one of those checks because I was like, I had my headphones in and I, was, I had my Notre Dame shirt on and I was looking around. And I was like, what do we got numbers wise? Like, is there more Wisconsin? Is there more Notre Dame? Like who, who showed up in, in more gear? Um, finally got off at the train station and it, like, I sent you a picture. It was literally a sea of green and red yes. and navy blue, like 
Yeah. Yes. All the way up the staircase, ascending like hundreds and hundreds and probably thousands of people at that point getting off the train. And this was, this mind you was at like eight 45 in the morning. So the game is still, <laughs> you know, two and a half hours away and it's yeah. already crazy like this. I didn't um, think about that. That game started at 11 o'clock local. The game was in 11, which, which is crazy to me. Like Ohio state played Akron at seven 30 and you had Notre Dame and, then, and oh, Wisconsin man. at 11 AM. That's such really? a miserable starting time. It Ugh. was, it was, horrible like that was the only time I could meet my friend I was like I guess we can do breakfast because the game's at 11 right right (laughs) like so much for sleeping in on a Saturday um well yeah go ahead go ahead no go ahead what 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 did you actually think of the game I mean I'm as as I watch if you didn't see it you're thinking it's, it's a blowout Oh yeah, no, for um, sure, and that's. But man, but uh, that's that was it a was not tight game for it three quarters. It was honestly a super stressful. So my roommate and I watched it together. We yeah. uh, drank a couple beers, ordered some fro- or had a frozen pizza, like just kind of chilled out. It was perfect. it was a perfect kind of way to watch the game. But um, we were both kind of saying that after the game, we were like, the score is ridiculous based on what we just witnessed because we. Like it was a very even matched game for the whole first, I'd say even three and a half quarters, really up until about the last five minutes when we got the two interceptions and ran it back for touchdowns. Like at that point, I think defense ended up scoring more points than offense. Like our defense has been like our defense might've been a better offense Mm -hmm. last week, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. And, and it was, I think they were expecting it to be a super low scoring game. And so I think the first half or whatever we, we maybe had like 10 it, it, it points was. The board. It, it, it was really, such... it really was it really was and a low scoring game I hate low scoring games because I like when people are scoring <laughs> touchdowns I like when they kick in the field goes like I like points on the board I think it's a more exciting game AJ's so gonna love like... to, AJ's gonna love to hear this from you <laughs> <laughs> the game is low scoring we look like we came to play kind of but Wisconsin also what they came to play and so it was it was one of those things where I was like this game is a, a little bit boring because no one's scoring and B it's also a little frustrating because it would be frustrating if you're, we, if you're a fan we're yeah. like tied and it's, and it's close and you look in the stadium and I, and I don't know, maybe it was just the angles they were showing on TV. But anytime I looked, I was like, man, it is all red in that stadium. Like <laughs> Wisconsin has us outnumbered like two to one right now in the stadium. Like we have, like, it looks like barely any Notre Dame people there. The red I mean, just was like I mean, overpowering. Wisconsin is a gigantic uh public school and notre dame has a student body of of you know like of like 75 people so i (laughs) you can i i know that that doesn't really affect the fan base um speaking as someone as that is who is an ohio state fan who did not attend ohio state um i I, can can what do you what do you think about notre dame season so far uh leading up to a game that we're obviously going to talk about uh later on um, are, are you, are you happy with it? Or are, are, are you, what do you, I, I, I don't have a sense of, of what a Notre Dame fan would think. I feel like I'm, and I, and I've only been a Notre Dame fan since going to, to school there. So I, I don't, I don't want to speak for all Notre Dame fans, but as like a recent graduate and student and like watching games with friends now and, and other alumni, I feel like it's one of those things where we're, I feel like every week we've been like, well, a win's a win, mm. you know, but there hasn't been one of those, which is true where I, which yeah. is which is true, but I feel like it's such a feeling of like contentment almost being like, well, you know, we won this week. We could we should have kicked some butt because we're playing these like unranked, ridiculous teams and we're not kicking butt. We're like 
we're having to fight for our lives until the fourth quarter of a mm-hmm. game. And our quarterback is getting sacked and, and tackled a ridiculous amount. Cause I think mm-hmm. the, maybe the, uh, the line is still trying to figure itself out. Cause we lost right. so many guys graduated last year and, you yeah. know, def- defensively we look really great sometimes. And then yes. sometimes I'm like, all right, where were you? So I feel like, I feel like this season has just been inconsistent. Okay. Um, and Wisconsin was really probably our first big test. And I was honestly really worried about that game. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, no, we're sure. not, we're not in our home area. They're, they're mm-hmm. traveling and it's a tough team. And so how do we, how do we come to play? And I think the score, again, like you were saying, doesn't totally reflect how we came to play. Cause it, right. it was really in the last couple minutes, it, it all came together. And so mm-hmm. I feel like that's great. We kicked butt because we got kind of a lucky push through at the end or the defense showed up the last four minutes, but you know, in the same way that in the Toledo game, I feel like we really looked like we were going to lose that game. Like I really thought we were going to lose against Toledo. And then the last minute yeah. and a half, <laughs> we stepped up and we played like a real team and we, we had a, you know, like a minute drive down the field for a touchdown. And it's like, well, there's, there's that Notre Dame thing too, that happens. And I don't know what kind of shenanigans the nuns do during while the game's going on, but that, that <laughs> stuff sort of happens. It does. Um, and it's, and it, and it's like, I don't want to have to rely on those things every single game. And I feel like up until this point, we have been. And so you can't, and you can't count on them. The nuns, I could say like, we're actually counting on the nuns. No, like you, but you can't count on no. these kind of like lucky plays. I hate to say luck because there's some skill involved, but like these True. like really good, fortunate plays mm-hmm. the last couple of minutes of the game. I don't mm-hmm. like to be sitting there with three minutes left in the game wondering if I'm going to win or lose. I want to know. <laughs> okay. Um, and okay. so, I'm definitely feeling a little bit frustrated as a fan. I'm also like a little nervous, but I will say like to, to kind of like bookend the, the Wisconsin game and kind of yeah. wrap up on my thoughts on that. It was the best feeling in the world beating Wisconsin. Okay. And then I went for a, like a lake walk later that evening Yes. and passing all of the Wisconsin fans that were like traveling back from Soldier Field riding on their little bikes or like walking and just looking like absolutely devastated. I had on my Notre Dame shirt and I didn't have to say anything. I could just give them a little smirk that was like, Oh Jesus, you know what you're wearing. I know what I'm wearing. And one of us won today. And one of us did it. Uh, Gabby, and- Gabby looks like she's nice. Gabby, Gabby has, has, has a, a, a pretty good bit of troll in her. And here's a story to, to illustrate uh, last weekend, oh, boy. last weekend, the Browns played the bears uh, in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, Gabby. <laughs> Gabby went to a Steelers bar. I was invited to a Steelers bar. Let me back to up. Watch, I not- to watch the Browns game. So she got she she got to watch the Browns win in a Steelers bar while the Steelers were getting destroyed Great. by the Bengals. <laughs> And the Browns were getting, and, and the Browns were thumping the Bears, yep. and and I just thought that is that that is such a troll move, and I absolutely loved it. Okay, so backstory: I was invited by some Pittsburgh friends, so like that's why I didn't just show up and like tr- I didn't show up and cause violence. Violence just happened, <laughs> and then there was there was one other Browns fan there, nice. and so anytime something good would happen, we would fist bump each other. So there was that too. Okay. It was like. I wasn't the only one who had gotten like, like pulled to a, pulled to a Steelers bar and was like, screw it. I'm wearing my Browns gear anyway. I don't care. Um, But yeah, no, it was a pretty satisfying feeling kicking some, kicking some button Steelers territory. I would think. think. Um, uh, Gabby, and I did not notice, uh, note this before, but Gabby is from Northeast Ohio. So um, 
it does pay attention to Ohio State, uh, which is why uh, I, I decided to tolerate her when she was my my intern. Ohio State and the Browns. Yes, those yes. are my like that those works. are my my teams. I mean, now I'm faithful to Notre Dame, but like sure. those are my. Those are my like childhood. Ra, 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 be true to your school. Got to, got to do it. Um, yes. As far as the Wisconsin game, um, I don't think uh, y- you don't see this if you just saw the score, but Wisconsin is not as bad as the final score indicated. No. Um, Ramberts has to take better care of the football. Do you remember the quote from uh, Bull Durham? Um, uh, million, dollar far- million dollar arm and a five set head. That may be a little extreme, but but he's got to learn to make he's got to make better decisions. He's got to take care of the ball, um, and the and the late picks obviously were were that that was the thing that that uh, that lost the game for Wisconsin. Um, yeah. I, both of their losses came to really good opponents: uh, Penn State at home, um, Notre Dame in ostensibly. I mean, you could argue that that Chicago is is pretty solidly Notre Dame territory. Um, we're, we and 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 our, our theme for this week is we're gonna we're finding out. Um, they host Michigan on Saturday, and here is my my bonus okay. pick, my bonus pick. Uh, because Michigan has looked great a at home and b against pretty much no one. Um, I think I think Wisconsin will rebound and beat Michigan. Uh, at at in Camp Randall on Saturday. Um. I can guarantee you AJ won't be watching Wisconsin uh, and, and Michigan on Saturday. He, uh, here he is to tell us what he will be watching on, these, on this week's group of five slash pack 12 after dark report. AJ, go. Hey, everybody. It is your pal, AJ, uh, giving you this week in college football. I am not going to talk about any of the very uh, big name, small number games. Uh, I will leave that to crappy and our special guest to discuss. Uh, I'm just going to start with Thursday, September 30th. Don't. Do not perceive football that night. It will be bad. Uh, we're going to move forward to... We're going to move forward to Friday. Uh, we got Houston at Tulsa. Tulsa obviously gave uh, Crappy's beloved Buckeyes a bit of a struggle. Uh, Houston's looked okay this year. Um this is a, a nice little nice little appetizer game. Could get fun. Uh, Over-under on that is 56. Could get pointsy. Um, don't worry about what's happening on FS1. And finally, at 9 p.m. on CBSSN, the Network of Champions, we have BYU at Utah State. Uh, Boise made, them look re- made Utah State look real, real silly. Just completely useless. Um... BYU is favored by nine. Over/under on this is sixty-two and a half. This could be a very fun game, and just good job Utah for not Utah State for not playing a uh, you know ten a.m. local kick against Boise. You're playing nine p.m. against BYU. Kalani Sataki is going to come for you. Uh, let's let's kind of take a quick spin through Saturday. Um, we've got uh, some we got some good games. We've got some very bad games. Uh, I'm going to jump in with Louisville at Wake Forest, uh, mostly because this is like a low-key great ACC game. Clemson is butt. Florida State is not good at all. Miami is shaky as heck. And look at you, undefeated Wake Forest. Uh, look at you, 3-1 and one Louisville. Um, 
This is for the top of one of the ACC divisions, I'm sure. Uh, I don't remember who's in either of the ACC divisions, and neither should you. But Louisville at Wake Forest. <clears throat> Let me put some respect on that. Number 24, Wake Forest. Uh, this could be good. This is in Winston-Salem. Uh, so watch some decent ACC football. Um I'm just going to point out USC at Colorado at 2 p.m. Eastern. That is a noon local kick. Um, USC got absolutely bodied by Oregon State. Like, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even a little bit. Um, Told you that game would get fun. Just saying is all I'm saying. Is all I'm saying. Uh, Crappy and our special guest will talk about Cincinnati and Notre Dame. Uh, My fandom heroes with Cincinnati because we want the little boys to beat the big boys. Um... And uh, get wrecked, Notre Dame. Y'all are cops. Let's uh, let's scroll down. At 3.30 p.m., Oregon at Stanford. Stanford, what are you? What are we? What are we doing here? Um, Stanford has looked very good at times, like when they got Clay Helton fired and absolutely handled business against Vandy and then looked pretty good against UCLA. UCLA is a pretty good football team as well, and so UCLA won by a little bit. Um, Oregon looked a little shaky against Arizona until late. Uh, I watched that whole game. Oregon fans got real up for a game against Arizona. Don't understand why you needed all that energy, but sure. Um, Oregon looked real shaky though. Uh, Stanford's better than expected. This could get close, could get fun. Um, even though there should be a pure, uh, points bonanza happening at Ole Miss, Alabama. Over under on Ole Miss, Alabama, 79.5. They just play better defense, don't they? Um, We're going to keep things moving down the line here. Um, Gets a little dire in the middle. Uh, 3.30, though, FS1. We got Nevada at Boise State. This is a possible Mountain West West Championship preview. Um, Boise is not Boise. Right, normal Boise State, where they're like, we're going to walk in, we're going to destroy you. Uh, we are better than everybody to the point where they actually do get more money from the TV deal than everybody else in the Mountain West. Um, they are not normal Boise. Um, meanwhile, Nevada uh, has had a really, really great offense. They are now two and one. They lost last week. Uh, but Nevada is a very, very good football team and could really put it on Boise if they would like to. Um, let's keep going down the line here. Uh, do not perceive Washington state at Cal. Don't do it. Don't do it. I love you too much for you to do that. Don't do that. Uh, let's keep moving on down the line at 7:30 PM on ESPNU. You may be considering watching Indiana at Penn state. You might be considering watching Boston college at Clemson. No, 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 no. It, let's get gross. UConn at Vandy. Now, why am I talking about UConn at Vandy? Because both of these teams are completely garbage. Garbage. UConn almost got Wyoming. They failed a two-point conversion at the very, very, very end of the game and lost 24-22. Um, UConn's real bad, and that program is completely and utterly broken. Uh, Vandy... Has a lot to figure out, uh, but they are still the more talented team here. This is a gross game. Tickets for this game, if you go on StubHub, are $1. For some reason, parking is $40. So in case you're wondering about inflation, that's where it's happening. So that's gross. At the same time, if you don't want to get that gross, if you want to just get moderate gross, 
7.30 p.m. on Big Ten Network, Northwestern at Nebraska. Now, again, why am I talking about this? It's because I enjoy schadenfreude. I enjoy sicko football. And occasionally, you have to watch Northwestern versus Nebraska to truly understand the meaning of life. You need to look you need to look someone in the eye and say, I know real pain. And that's Northwestern at Nebraska. Somehow Nebraska is favored by 11. They will lose this game. Uh, and finally, we got to go to the late slate. Late slate's kind of rough. Uh, we do have one game, though, uh, in, or two games in the late slate. Three games. We'll call it three games in the late slate. I'm going to start with 9 p.m. We have Auburn at LSU at 9 p.m. We have a 9 p.m. Death Valley kick. Oh, we got SEC after dark. Uh, both of these teams are butt. Don't. I mean, you should watch it. Uh, th- this should be hilarious to watch because the SEC after dark and this game could get weird. And hopefully, I, like, I would just love LSU to jump up and get Auburn for no reason. But that game should be very, very stupid. That's on ESPN. On FS1, 10.30 p.m., Arizona State at UCLA. That is effectively the game for the Pac-12 South. It is Arizona State and UCLA. No one else in the Pac-12 South is coming. Arizona is crap. Colorado is crap. Uh, I think Utah is also in the Pac-12 South for some reason, even though they're north of Stanford and Berkeley. Anyways, um, Utah is also not terribly great. So this is effectively your Pac-12 South championship game. This should be a very good game. You have Dorian Thompson-Robinson. You have Jalen Daniels. You have two very, very, very good quarterbacks. Absolutely watch this game. Stay up late. Drink your coffee if you have to. And finally, to tuck you into bed, Fresno State at Hawaii. Fresno. You don't need to, it doesn't always have to come down to the end of the game. You can just win a game like regular. You should have beat the brakes off of UNLV last week, and then you didn't. Um, Fresno State 4-1, looking fantastic. Jake Hayner, again, the late-night god himself. Going to Hawaii. Hawaii, you're fine. Um, this is at Clarence T.C. Ching Athletic Complex. This is literally their, like, like soccer field slash practice field that they had to convert into an FBS football stadium on the quick because uh, Aloha Stadium got uh, condemned. Condemned is the word to use there. Um, So Hawaii and Aloha Stadium are supposed to get a new stadium by 2023, which will be great. Um, Just do yourself a favor and go look at fbschedules.com. Go find Hawaii and then go to their 2025 schedule. I know that that sounds like we're looking way forward in advance, but I just need you to see the opening three games of Hawaii's schedule and start planning accordingly. Um, hi, this has been your buddy AJ. I'm going to send it back to Crappy and our special guest to talk about small number, big name team games. Um, please, again, watch the whole hog. Watch the scoreboard. Look for the stupid. This is a wonderful, beautiful sport. We'll see you all weekend long. Uh, thank you, AJ. Great stuff as always. And really, I think uh, look for the stupid is uh, probably the best possible tagline the Carly Crappy Show could ever have. That's a we're going to work on T-shirts or something for that one. Um, <laughs> while we're on the subject of smaller schools, let's take a second for this week's Big Red Bears report. Uh, in the Yale Bowl last Saturday, Cornell put on a, a comeback bid that fell short. Uh, uh, dropping the Big Red to 0 and 2 on the season and 0 and 1 in the Ivy League. Um, of course, we're, we're doing this because my nephew plays football there. He's still active on special teams. Uh, he he did well defensively. Um, the Big Red really did really played well. Held uh, held Gale to 88 yards rushing and recorded just a, a, a 14 tackles for a loss, which is insane. Um, the, the, the absent the 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 comeback in the fourth quarter 
the offense really needs to work through some consistency problems. Um, I'm hoping whatever, you know, whatever it is that they worked on the fourth quarter last week will carry over to this week and, and uh, further down the line. Uh, this week, uh, Cornell is at Bucknell um, in the greater Harrisburg uh, metropolitan area. Um, Bucknell is 0-3, but they made they, the Patriot League actually, they, they played football last spring. Uh, and Bucknell made the uh, made made the the conference title game. Um, so uh, the Battle of the Nells, which is something that Cornell Press um, uh, notes, actually mentioned the battle. This is the Battle of the Nells. Do, do you have a thought about the Battle of the Nells this weekend, or Ivy League football in general? I, or I can't say I've thought about the, uh, okay, that's the fine. Battle of the Nells much. I, lo- I didn't. I love the name. I think the name. I, I did. I had not heard that until I was reading the reading the game notes for uh, for this weekend. It's like, oh, Bucknell, Cornell, right? Battle. That's half the fun is when they have the super battle, clever like battle of names and, and and signs yes. and different things like that. So I like Battle of the Nels. I'm sure. I feel like Cornell Cornell kids and Ivy kids in general are pretty pretty clever. So I'm sure there'll be some good some good content. Um, if we could, if we could get, if we could get game day there, that would be, that would be kind of awesome. Um, I, I don't think game day is showing up. I don't know exactly where they're going, but I don't think they're showing up in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania this week. I mean, that's just, I think, I think they're in Arkansas. That might, that would, that would probably Arkansas Georgia game. I don't know. Where is that game at? That would be my guess. That's that's at Georgia. That's at Georgia. I think, I think they announced that one. Yeah. Let's (laughs) talk about that game right now. How's that? This week's feature games start at noon on Saturday. Uh, this is not big nude. Big nude is is the aforementioned uh, Michigan and Wisconsin. Um, but uh, this game is on ESPN at noon on Saturday. Number eight, Arkansas. At number two, Georgia. The Bulldogs are favored by 18 and a half points, which feels really excessive to me. <laughs> but uh, but at, uh, we're gonna, Gabby, we're going to let you go first. Um, what, do you, what do you think about this game? Um. Okay, so like I I follow college football, but I don't I like definitely follow Notre Dame more than other teams. So I can't say I've been following these teams like super closely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but looking back at their their past performances, I mean, you have Georgia, who's just been an absolute powerhouse. I mean, they're putting up what I would call like Bama scores, like 60, mm-hmm. 60 to nothing or something ridiculous like that last mm-hmm. week. Um, but then you have Arkansas and I. Um, so my roommate's from Arkansas, so I'm already yes. a little biased because, you know, we want, we want a happy totally space. We want an excited, an excited college football weekend. We want, <laughs> we want all of our teams to win. Um, and so for me, I feel like, am I picking, do I need to like tell you who I think is going to win? If you've, if you, if you have a, a strong feeling one way or the other, yeah, you, you should, you should let me know. I, so I am going to make all of my picks today based 100% on like heart and not, um, actual totally like, fine content of the game totally Uh, so it has to be arkansas because one for my roommate's sake and two i just i love a good cinderella story and i also love this idea of of different teams making the playoffs and different teams i feel like and this is a little bit of a dog on notre dame too like it's been the same four or five teams for the last four or five years and so i would love to see I would love to see Arkansas or someone else kind of jump in there and shake up. I mean, even Georgia, they, they could, they're shaking mm-hmm. it up a little bit too. They haven't been up in that top mm-hmm. four. So I think either of these teams winning and continuing to pre- progress would be a fun shakeup for, you know, the college playoff. But mm-hmm. if it could be Arkansas, just because of a Cinderella kind of story would be, would be great. 
uh, uh, Carl and I, you, you, you hit on the, 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 the boredom and, uh, you know, and I say this, uh, I've mentioned this before. I say this as an Ohio state fan, one of the teams that has benefited from how, how the playoff system is set up. Right. Um, it's boring. Yeah. It's boring. <laughs> and you have, you have this pool of five or six teams and that's who's in the playoff every year. And, and um, uh, so I, I, I am totally with you on that point. Uh, the, the Arkansas, man, they're, they are, they are like the story of, of the, uh, of college football season so far. Um, and they are the hottest team in the country. They have the best resume, maybe except for Penn State's. Um, they are a defensive machine. Uh, there's a, there's this weird system. Um, it's a, a three down linemen, two linebackers and six DBs. And that's, that's pretty much what they play all the time. Um, and this is not something that uh, this is not a, a typical defense in the SEC and it causes problems. Um, so we, we, this is stuff that we've, uh, we, we've seen before. And I, I wonder, uh, I, I am not, I have not been super impressed with Georgia's quarterbacks um in the last few years uh and and jt daniels i mean he got benched two, uh, two weekends ago so i'm not sure he's going to look at this defense and try to figure out how how to throw the ball against um uh, not a lot of not a lot of pressure but uh but but six defensive backs uh he's going to have his hands full trying to figure out how to work against that scheme georgia has a pretty good defense too. Um, they're only they're, they, they give up a, 181 yards and only five points per game. That's that's ridiculous. Uh, Arkansas's quarterback uh, KJ Jefferson is a redshirt sophomore, and he's been, he was waiting his turn behind Felipe Franks. So this is his first shot at the Bulldogs. Um, I, I man, I wish this game was in, in Fayetteville. I wish this game was at Arkansas uh, because then I would feel really good about uh, about the chances of hooping Suey. Who pig suey? Um, but in the I think they, they call them the shrubberies, I think, in Athens. Okay. That's not really what they call them. Um, <laughs> but it, but in Athens, I I oh man, this is not what I want. I want Arkansas to win this game. Um, but I gotta pick Georgia in a tight game. Uh, as in that line is really dumb tight. Yeah. Uh, but a, a low scoring game. I, uh, say, next, I feel like if they both have the strong defense, it's going to be yeah. a low-scoring game. But yet, I hope somehow still an exciting game. If, if you're going to have a low-scoring game, you got to at least make it exciting. Low-scoring low can really still important. be exciting. Low-scoring <laughs> can still be exciting. Trust me on this. Um, at 3.30 on Saturday, we're skipping ahead chronologically. You will see why. At 3.30 on Saturday, this one is going to be nuts. If you want if you want just like, like dumb... Let's score a lot, exciting, consequential football, AJ. Um, you will want to watch number 12, Ole Miss, at number one, Alabama. Alabama is favored by 14 points. Here's your bonus watchability stat. The over-under number for this game is 78 points. <laughs> They're going to score a lot. That's insane. They're going to score a lot here. Gabby, what do you think about this one? I did not know the over-under was that high. Holy mackerel. Um, I, uh, I'm always team beat Bama. Like I am always team let Bama lose. Amen. Um, So Ole Miss 100%. I have not really, I think I'm very like anti-Bama don't like to watch them because they just, 
they make me angry because it's no like, one should be that good all the time. It's like watching the Yankees. It's just like, oh God, it's the evil empire. And they just keep doing over and over and over. Yep. And it's like, oh, make it stop. Yes. So all this solely because I would like to see somebody kick some Bama butt. And I, I wish it could be Notre Dame or Ohio State or one of the teams that I like, but I don't care who it is. I feel like every week I'm just like, whoever they're playing, I'm like them. I want them to beat Bama. Just beat okay. them. Just okay. beat them at their own game, you know? <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I'm I'm in favor of this. Um, uh, the, the, the snap judgment that, that everybody in college football made after Alabama like escaped, oh, escaped uh, from Florida, <laughs> from Florida, uh, maybe Alabama's defense is what it's been for the last few years. Um, and this, and we we're go go back to our theme, right? Uh, with the fighting Kiffins coming to town, uh, we're we're going to find out. Um, uh, Ole Miss is averaging fifty two points, averaging fifty two points and six hundred thirty five yards a game. Um, and if nice. there was and yeah. <laughs> If there was a Heisman Trophy, a Heisman Trophy to be awarded for the month of September, um, it would probably go to Ole Miss quarterback Matt Corral. Um, he's got a, a, a he's completing seventy percent of his passes, nine touchdowns, no picks. I mean, pretty much perfect for the month of September. The aforementioned evil empire. I, I you can't make snap judgments, even you know, regardless of what the Florida game looked like. But this does this year feels different for them. Um, Bryce Young clearly is good. He's not a game manager, um, and and statistically, he's just a step behind uh, 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 Matt Corral in, in in terms of production. But you know, when when do you get to say that about an Alabama quarterback? Right? It's been years. Right. Um, uh, Brian Robinson, their leading rusher. He's only, they, they don't have a running game. The guy's got 200 yards on the season so far. And, and that's some of that he's, he's had, he's been dealing with rib injury. Uh, although he's supposed to be hundred percent this weekend. Um, that's, that's not Najee Harris numbers. This is not, this is still a very, very good Alabama team, right? but it is not uh, one so far. It is not one of Nick Saban's best teams. Which I, I think is like just the gen, like the larger theme, like you were saying at the beginning, is like all of these teams, like this is a good Ohio State team, but it's not as good as they've been. It's a good Alabama team, but it's not as good. Like there's still great teams, but there's something that feels very like off about this season where you're like, who are the really good teams? Like I yeah. still don't, I still don't know. And that's, and, and we're going to find out a lot this, this weekend. This weekend. <laughs> In this game. In this game, I'm I will I will probably regret this, although my, the consequences of incorrect picks, as we've as we've seen over the years on the Carlin Crappy Show, aren't exactly uh, uh, steep. Um, but I'm picking Ole Miss to win this game in Tuscaloosa, um, and it's it's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be pointy, Gabby. I know you're going to have a game to watch that that's going to kind of bump up against this one. But if you want exciting, I know. Um, this this would be a fun one to to keep an eye on. I know it's it's driving me nuts because the Notre Dame game is like smack in the middle of these two cute like it's such a good. I was I've talking never, to my roommate about this. It's like it's such yeah. a good college football Saturday. Yep. And I'm gonna be like knee deep in a tailgate, and then I'm gonna be at the game, and I'm not gonna be able to watch these other ones in the way that I would like <laughs> love to kind of sit and and watch like good yes. football. Yes. 
Yes. Well, there's something to be said for the in-person experience um, that, that that's tough to top. And that's that leads us to this one uh, to, to back up in terms of our timeline, 2.30 p.m. Saturday, because that's when NBC says Notre Dame has to play football. Uh, number don't seven. Give me start, don't get me started on the early <laughs> tailgating. No, no. Number number seven, Cincinnati, at number nine, Notre Dame, the Bearcats are favored by two point five. Uh, Gabby, as as she just mentioned, Gabby is seeing this game in person yes. uh, for the first time uh, since she was a, a since she has graduated. Um, I'm, I'm Gabby. I'm going to go first. I'm going to yeah. give you the, I'm going to give you the last word on this game. Oh boy. Uh this is this is and, and I, I mentioned this before. This is one of those dumb games at home that Notre Dame doesn't lose. It doesn't matter teams resumes, it doesn't matter who it is. Uh it doesn't matter if there are Heisman candidates on the other sideline of uh, the uh, something had God and and touchdown Jesus and the nuns. I don't know what it is. <laughs> In South Bend Notre Dame almost always wins these games. Knock on wood, knock on wood somewhere, please. <laughs> almost, almost, almost. Yeah. The thing here is, is that, and, and this is a flaw with a, a flaw in, in how the, the structure of college football, um, Cincinnati is underranked at number seven. Um, th they are so good. And, 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 and if you watched the Notre Dame-Wisconsin game last weekend, and you, you know and you understand that that was a much tighter game than the final score would suggest. Maybe, maybe Notre Dame is a bit overrated in the top 10. Uh, Cincinnati's quarterback, Desmond Ritter, doesn't have like prolific numbers. He's not, he's, he's not a Heisman Trophy candidate, but he's, he's, he's like a three-year starter. Um, uh, he can run, he's accurate. He's so much more than a game manager. And he's better... Uh, head and shoulders uh, than whoever we've seen under center for the Irish uh, so far this year. Although I understand Jack Cohn is 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 going to be starting. Uh, he's he's at least at the uh, at the, the the top of the uh, depth chart uh, early in the week. We're we're, we're mm -hmm. taping on Tuesday. Um, this will uh, Gabby. This this is going to be slugfest. It may the mayor may not be a whole lot of scoring. <laughs> I'm sorry for the to say this for your the game that you're going to at home. Um, but the better team is going to come away with the win this time. And this, it sounds weird to say this, but in, in 2021, the better team is Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> Gabby, tell me, tell that. me, uh, tell me, tell me why I'm wrong. I have so many thoughts on this game. <laughs> uh, and so many thoughts about like, like what it means and, and like, like selfishly what it means in my life and, and my like Notre Dame football time and everything um but and all, starters, that, all that stuff all that stuff counts though i mean it's it's that's that's all totally legit uh stuff to think about when you're when you're, you're trying to figure this one out for starters i just yes. i want to say your your comment about our uh, notre dame being overrated i get it all the time from my dad anytime notre dame starts to win or lose he'll just do the overrated and i'll start chanting oh, oh man <laughs> um so when i when i started that a couple weeks ago when ohio state was losing to oregon he did not appreciate it nearly as much and i was like mm, I, it's not fun when your team's losing is it it's i not would fun. not have either actually no he did not appreciate it but i was like this is what you get Sorry. and that's fair that's fair <laughs> that's fair. um 
but yeah, no, overrated. We'll see. I mean, I, they say that about Notre Dame every season and some seasons they're right. Other mm-hmm. seasons, I feel like they actually have a put together team yeah. last. I, I always say I'm so blessed because I got four really good years of college football. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame was consistently going undefeated or having one or two lost seasons. Mm-hmm. They were making bowl games. They were making the playoffs. It was just a really good time to be a Notre Dame student. Um, and this I, would, game, I would point out that Gabrielle is one of the Gabrielle was one of the heathens who rushed to the field. <laughs> the the unmasked. Uh, I was masked. I was you masked, were, masked and masked. I was COVID free as of that morning. Um, so who rushed I, the field when, excuse, when Notre but... Dame beat when Notre Dame beat Clemson last fall? Which I was I I, I sent I sent Gabby a text after the game was like, please tell me you rushed the field. Do you remember like, what you said? I'm like Hell direct, yeah, quote, I did. direct like, <laughs> direct quote direct quote you bet your ass we did <laughs> i was like how could i not like you tell me anybody is senior in college yeah, you, you just beat clemson in double overtime yeah, and your yeah. last game of your Gotta senior season Gotta do it. i'm a heathen i'll take it i will <laughs> happily take the title okay um, so saturday 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 is gonna be a day only because like, so like all my friends and family are coming to the game too. So it's going to be yeah. such a fun, like tailgate sort of thing. But in the back of my brain, I keep thinking like, we could lose this game. We could have this really awesome, incredible morning. And then at about 5, 36 PM, things could go really, really south. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little worried. Um, I'm a, I'm a healthy amount of worried. I believe in, I believe in the team. I think like you said, we tend to pull it together when we, when we need to, which is, which is mm-hmm. great. Um, I'm a little worried about the whole, like almost three quarterback system that we have going at this point, like we got right. Cone and then they put in Pine last week, but you know, two or three weeks ago against Toledo, it was Buckner. And so if Cone gets injured again, or, or if Cone's just not like working with the, uh-huh. the Cincinnati defense, who do they put in and, and how do they jive with the team, you know? And, and so I'm a little bit worried about like going into a game like this without really, I feel like having a consistent quarterback, like, yeah, Cohen's our consistent quarterback, but I don't feel like he's been all that consistent the last four games and has been kind he's, of easily subbed out. And they're still trying to figure out, are we doing the running game? Are we doing the passing game? He, and, he left, he left Wisconsin because he's a game manager, mm-hmm. excuse me. And they had a guy in Graham Mertz who is, uh, who's, who's better. Yeah. Plain and simple, plain and simple. Um, and and I and I said in our show last week, I, I think Notre Dame, from the quarterback position, Notre Dame needs more than that, um, especially in the year when the, when the, uh, they've had to replace so many people on the offensive line. Um, the, the, the running game suffers, so y- you need to have really good quarterback play to make up for that. Um, and I'm not sure Jack Cohn's the guy. No, and I, I just feel like he hasn't been getting a lot of time open in, in the pocket and have time to really make these plays. So I don't know how much of it is him yes. versus like the line not being able to really support him and give him the time that he needs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel like we're four weeks in. We should have that figured out. And offensively, we we don't totally have it figured out. I think our defense has looked strong. I think especially yes. last week yes. against Wisconsin, our defense – our defense showed up. And like I said, mm-hmm. our defense practically outscored our offense. If I don't know the exact numbers on offense, but like it was close. If, I think they, if they did. did not. Yeah, I'm I think they, sure did. they did. And so we can't rely on that against Cincinnati because Cincinnati is just not going to make those kind of mistakes. 
Uh, I mean, I hope they do, but like we can't count on that in the way that I feel like we have in the last couple games. And so um, I'm a little, I'm a little worried. Uh, am I still absolutely <laughs> saying my Irish are going to come out on top? Yes. My Irish are going to pull through. We're going to send up some prayers to touch down Jesus into Mary and to the nuns, I guess, I guess, I guess you think the nuns have some <laughs> large role. I don't, um, I've always liked nuns. I, I, I get along, <laughs> get along really well with nuns in the experiences that I've limited experiences that I've had. Um, so but yeah. I, uh, all, with all due respect. And I do think, so the, the thing that I've been thinking about, and like, this is like the selfish part of me. Um, I have not seen Notre Dame lose a game in Notre Dame stadium since my freshman year when they lost by one to Georgia. And that was like ah. devastating. So we haven't lost, we're at like 24, 25, something like that, like mid twenties consecutive home game wins. Okay. And so this is like, and, and I really thought that might come to an end mm-hmm. last year when we played Clemson. Um, and I think we, I think my friends and I were all going into that game kind of the Clemson game expecting to lose. Right. And so we were kind of at like peace with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we won and it was like, oh man, we're still going. Like the streak is still going. We got to keep this up. And so now it's like the first game I'm going back to as an alumni. And I'm like, if we don't pull it together and win this game, <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. And I think, you know, there's there's four years of Notre Dame students like because me and then every student who's younger than me who has never seen them lose in their home stadium right they've never seen a anybody who's younger than me at Notre Dame so like the current seniors juniors mm-hmm. whatever they've never seen a losing home football game and so this could be I, I don't even want to think about campus on Saturday night and Saturday evening if this team loses and so that's why I have to pick Notre Dame because I'm like our so campus simply the campus simply cannot take a Notre Dame loss on the campus. That's your that's your pick. Notre Dame. They just have to, yeah, they, Notre Dame just has to win forever because nobody wants to ever lose <laughs> on campus again. Like we cannot ever have a home game loss because the streak is just too high at this point. You know? Boys and girls, you can hear <laughs> you can hear the Carlin Crappy Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever Google service is called these days. Stitchers tune in and a variety of other podcasting hosts. Uh, you can watch us on YouTube or on the show's Facebook page. Uh, if you like us, please subscribe, rate, and review. If you don't, mind your own damn business. Uh, and be sure to come back next week to see exactly how wrong Gabrielle won't be here. <laughs> so come back next week to see exactly how wrong I was. Gabby, you have a, any final thoughts for, for this, for this week? Um, I got to say go Irish. It, it has to be, it, it's got to be my little okay. MD. I, I have to say go Irish and send your prayers or your good vibes or your whatever out to me and all my friends and family who are watching the game this weekend. And if we lose, I don't know, Venmo me, Venmo me for beer. Cause I'm, I'm going to need it. <laughs> or maybe okay. something stronger at that point we'll see uh, yeah yeah um i have i have a, I have a, I have a couple things um one is a question for you i warned you that this this might be coming um because of covid gabby and her friends and her family missed out on tailgating during her during her senior year which is a a, a travesty Privacy. Um, don't even, don't I, even get going. <laughs> well, and I, I mean, I, I missed, I missed a year uh, tailgating yeah. with my folks in Columbus, uh, and and the, and the friends that we have, uh, who who show up every week when we do that. Um, so I, I, my question for you, and 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 I am preparing for, 
our trip to South Bend in 2024 when Ohio State plays Notre Dame. Because I'm, I am, I am coming to that game. 2023. 23. Wait. Yeah, 22. No, 22. You're correct. LSU, You're 23. Correct. Yeah. I'm 22 say, is in Columbus. You only got two years to prep. Come on now, don't. What? Tell me. Um. What what is the one thing I should know about Notre Dame tailgating before before we 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 come out for that for that game? What 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 makes tailgating at Notre Dame special? Um, I feel like it's so it's it's a much smaller university than a lot of the other big schools. So I haven't tailgated at like other huge schools. So I I'll speak just on my experience. I can't necessarily no, say what's but I think what makes it special, not necessarily different from others, is just. because it's a smaller community this Mm. ability to just you know you can you park in the lot and then Mm. you're 10 minutes from the dome and from the basilica and from touchdown jesus and so you have this Mm. ability to like be able to tailgate and be in the lot and party but Mm. also take time to see the campus as well Mm. and and still get back and tailgate more it's like you don't have to pick one or the other you get to just do it all and i think i don't know in in the same way that all tailgates are there's just like a an awesome sense of camaraderie you also get mm. to tailgate like a two-minute walk from the stadium which is great um if you mm. get a, a pass in stadium or joy slot you're really you're literally right by the stadium or okay. the basketball arena and you have a, a two-minute walk in so it means you get to tailgate longer okay so uh like, helpful yeah. that's helpful that's helpful <laughs> but, i mean I, 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 outsiders you know there there are lots of jokes to be made about touchdown jesus and 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 all of that stuff um but uh, uh, Notre Dame's tradition, um, it really, it's I, I don't want to say unmatched because there are there are schools with that that have the same that Absolutely. have the same tradition. Ohio State would be one of them, but um, I mean that's that's why I want to go. I, I, I want to see all that stuff. I want to see a game yeah. at Notre Dame Stadium. Uh, I I need I need a picture with me standing under touchdown Jesus and, little, and all of that the stuff. Little arms. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I, I, I want to see all that stuff, yeah, and I'm I'm really really looking forward to to that opportunity when yeah. you meet me and Kelly and whoever else we can we can wrap up into this. Oh, it's going to be a South big Bend. group. I have a few. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I have one more uh, one more last thing. Um, when I taped with Nubias. Uh, last week, I had not yet heard anything about the arrival of Baby Fox, um, and I found out the very next morning that that Baby Fox had arrived. Uh, this is a photograph of Ellie. Her full name is Eleanor May. Uh, she was born on September twenty first. You guys also probably recognize Carla, uh, who says she's learning more about sleep deprivation than she ever thought she would. Congratulations to Carla and David uh, and to Ellie. Um, Ellie, we have this tiny little bit of advice. And this is the thing that that uh, an Ohio State fan, a Penn State fan, a Notre Dame fan can all agree on. There's something you should always remember. And that is that Michigan sucks. <laughs> I am, support am, it. Am I correct? Am I correct here? 100% correct. Sweet, sweet. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I I, uh, I appreciate uh, I've had a great time tonight, uh, Gabrielle, Gabby. Cheers to you! Thank cheers. you for thank you for joining us. Um, it it really has been it it was fun the the uh, the, the summer you worked at the Post Gazette. 
a lot of back and forth about about uh, college football and that's why i knew you would do really well in this setting um and i and i and i hope you guys have a great time on saturday i i know you know obviously who i picked but it's okay. That, that's, uh, I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you for it. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, so, uh, Gabby, cheers to you. Yeah. Uh, boys and girls, cheers to you guys. I hope you enjoy the games this weekend, and I hope you come back next week. Have a great one, everybody.